Hello, hello, it's Hi. the Richie, Rich, and Westifer show. Uh, I'm Westifer. I'm Richie Rich. <laughs> um, today is February 13th, 2016, the day before Valentine's Day. Love is in the air, hopefully. Yeah, so we have a really, really sexy episode for you today. Um, although we did want to start with just something really quick, because we've said before that we don't want to talk about, you know, we're not into politics, yes. and, and that's too divisive or whatever, but one of the Supreme Court justices uh, died today. And there are definitely some people who are, uh, I guess, kind of celebrating this, maybe. Yeah. Richie Rich, are you... Are you uh, one of those people? I no, I don't celebrate. <laughs> I don't celebrate death um, <laughs> necessarily, unless yeah. you're an actual horrible human being. Like right. Well, some people claim. People yeah, some people claim he was. <laughs> although he certainly believed he was in the right with his uh, rulings and and all of that. Uh, he did have a very snippy uh, rapport with his writings. Uh, people thought he was very sarcastic. Um, but I will, I will agree with you. I don't think we should celebrate anyone's death. Uh, Maybe we could celebrate a new, uh, kind of era. Yes. You know, people die. Someone is, yeah, someone dies all the time. Old ideas. Yeah. But now, now there's a new, there's a new seat that's open and, uh, maybe we can move forward a little bit, but I certainly would Exactly. I mean, he wasn't, like, mowing down children with his car. Yeah. He uh, had some I mean, not on breath. purpose, yes, anyways. Right God. <laughs> I feel like, the only reason I really brought it up is because I do feel like what you say matters, and the way that we talk to each other, and the way that we talk about other people is really important, and I feel as though we could be a lot more mindful of the way that we speak to each other and about each other. Absolutely. So, you know, it is the day before Valentine's Day. So yeah. just spread, spread some the fucking love. love. Spread your legs. Spread whatever it is. Just spread. Uh, just yeah. spread. <laughs> <laughs> Country Crockett. Just spread. Oh, yes. Well, speaking about uh, spreading it, uh, we got our most uh, Twitter response ever to our... Uh, sex question of the week. I yeah. feel like kind of teasing it. Yeah, which actually and was not, the last and part not, of our podcast. Yeah, and not mentioning it until a little bit later because there are just a couple of topics that I really did want to talk about. <laughs> so we will just tease yes. the question a little bit here and then talk about a couple of topics yes. and then finish with the sex question. Yes. So the question this week was, uh, are you top bottom versatile that is to say are you submissive or dominant yes in the bedroom so i uh, will let you uh think about your own uh proclivities while we move <laughs> on to some topics of the week by the way if you were straight and listening yeah because people get this backwards all the time for some reason in the straight world top oh, right. top is when you're giving it oh right bottom right. is when you're receiving it right. versatile you can flip flop and do both Right, right. So the so, so typically it's the quote unquote man yes, who's the, the, top, the top and the feminine 
yes. uh, one that is the which we'll bottom, get into that, the best recipient. And, oh, we will get yes, into we that. Will. Um, Pun intended. But I really, yeah. But I really did want to start with uh, that. Was just kind of the tease, but people were so excited about it on Twitter. <laughs> I wonder why. It could have been. It could have been the half naked pictures that we posted along. Probably. It could have been that. It could have been that. But there were a couple of topics that I thought were really interesting this week. One that I posted on our Facebook. It's more of a visual. So first of all, we have a new Facebook page. We do. We're official now. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and I posted that it's actually you can find it at the Richie Rich and Westifer podcast, or just search Richie Rich and Westifer. It'll pop right up. Um, and I posted this on there. It's more of a visual thing. Did you see the dog cubing that I posted on there? No, wait, what? Oh my god, you didn't see this? No. I posted this picture of dog cubing. They, I love they that. Shaved. I've seen that. I know exactly what you're talking about now. I fucking love that. They shave these dogs into like cube shapes. Their little fur and is just it's like... adorable. They're like fake as hell. And oh I my love god. It. Just they, like the rest of LA. They, they look fake They and look like little toys. <laughs> oh, they look like little toys. We're flipping through the Facebook pictures now. And they are just absolutely adorable. And I think the dogs like the attention. They love the attention. They're dogs. <laughs> you don't think they feel stupid? They're Not like, at oh. all. They absolutely love attention. Puppies and dogs love attention. This is how it is. Yeah. I don't think that's cruel at all. So um, if you're on Facebook, definitely look us up. Richie Rich and Westifer. It's actually the Richie Rich and Westifer yes. podcast because I wanted to be really specific yes. about what it was. Very anal, no um, pun intended. Yeah, um. <laughs> basically because that way people could search any number of yes. things. Sometimes naming things isn't as fun as as it should be. Like true, I feel like we actually probably could have come up with like a sexier name or a cooler name, but but people, you know, no one would have known what it meant. Exactly. You know, at and least here they us, know it's two it. guys talking yes. about you know whatever. So. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, like our page, please. Um, one big thing, and again, not to get too political, but one one big like social thing that really happened this week was uh, the day after our last podcast, Beyonce had to go on the Super Bowl and <laughs> fuck some and shit. almost fall. Just well, <laughs> and there in the controversy. Yeah. Um. Did you see the performance? I did, actually, oh. yes. I just got off of work, and I was sitting there at the bar, and I was watching it, and yes, I saw the entire situation, and yeah. I don't see what the big deal is. Did but. you realize at the time, because what I thought was funny was, I saw a lot of people posting about, they liked Beyonce's outfit, because they thought it was an homage to Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and they posted the Michael Jackson with the black. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, and then <laughs> like I don't think they quite got it. Yeah, and then it wasn't really until you saw all the girls with the afros yes. and all that stuff. Um, so what did you make of that? Did you did you think it was an homage to Michael Jackson? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I I knew what it was because I we we had um or not we I'm sorry I had previously saw the video that had aired and the song um that she'd released which. I'm, Beehive, come at me. I'm not a fan of the song. Mm. I'm a fan of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you mentioned that last yeah. week, that you like the lyrics. Yeah, I like the lyrics. not a fan of the song, the videos, whatever. But um, I figured that was going to be kind of a lead-in to the Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. Because it's Coldplay, and I don't see them doing a whole Super Bowl thing by themselves. Right. 
they do some type of excitement and dancing and whatnot. That's exactly. what Super Bowl halftime shows are. Yes. Um, I, I, I liked the performance. I didn't mm-hmm. think that it was anything too controversial. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm black, but that still, I still, <laughs> I still wasn't like, oh wow, like this is yeah. very, very Well, they didn't, and... they didn't come out carrying guns. No. They were like, dressed like the Black Panthers. I think it or at was, least inspired in, from that exactly, era, yeah. that 70s era with the big afros and whatever. I don't think fun. there was a direct reference to the Black Panthers. I mean, the fist and, up, but that's about it. But that's, sure. That's but kind I mean, of become more that's mainstream thing That's kind of a rock anyways. star thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think Beyonce has she said anything specifically about it being Black Power or No, whatever. I mean, again, the lyrics, I think, mm-hmm. I think the lyrics speak more strongly mm-hmm. than the actual mm-hmm. actions did. Yeah, totally. You know? so, and even then, if you're going to look into that aspect of it, I think the lyrics are more just a being proud of who you are mm-hmm. and proud of who you're married to and just that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all and yeah I think there is a lot of divisiveness in this country and I think even between you know we would live very much in a, a class system so it isn't just white black Hispanic yeah. versus this versus you it's it's always poor versus rich so absolutely you know when people no talk about who you are when people talk about oh they're so ghetto yeah that's putting someone down but also putting like putting them into that kind of Sub yep, category of being me, poor, less than me, you're lower you're... than me, you're ghetto, you're yeah, whatever. So if, if we kind of stop seeing each other that way and realize that we're all yeah, white. although it, it, you know, there there is some white trash out there that I'm, I'm I find it a little hard to extend my hand to, but I mean I see it all the time. <sighs> I, try, I mean I if you're just tuning in, I'm a bartender, so I see all walks of life in my bar, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I. I think it's funny because some people actually will be like, oh, these black people are here. They're not going to tip. I'm like, you don't know that mm-hmm. because they're black. I've not been tipped. I've been treated like shit from white trash, from yeah. Asian trash, from ghetto black people. From, <laughs> from rich people. Like from rich people who there are, you would there expect. Are a lot it's of... just there's trash everywhere. Yeah. Like there... it comes in all forms. Shapes, sizes, races, and social. Yeah, totally. And there are a lot of celebrities out here who have really bad reps for tipping. Absolutely. A lot of, like, really big celebrities. And and just being rude in general. I've been treated like shit from people who've had millions of dollars to people who've had no money at all. I can't pay their tabs. We're all human. Some of us are really shitty. Some of us are not. So I don't understand why everyone is in such an uproar when... Well, you know, the image of the Black Panthers for many people, brings up this idea of um, a violent, yeah. uh, anti-cop, shoot-the-cops yes. uh, kind of movement that initially, and I did a little research this week, and I hope, and this is what I actually do hope from the performance, is that someone like me, I knew a little bit about the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. or certainly the perception of the Black Panthers, and uh, granted, I probably only looked on a few web pages and a Wikipedia or two. Yeah. But I hope someone else did that too to find out a little bit about. Yeah, I mean, why it, black it inspires started. research and inspires and what. It's because all from. of these black people were being shot and killed by yes. the police, and this group kind of like decided, right now. <laughs> yeah, this group decided that they were going to. And initially, it was very much about. Um, you know, just equality, and they had these after-school programs, and they were doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But they became a little bit more militant uh, when they w- 
were carrying openly carrying guns. Yeah. And that's when um, that, by the way, is when uh, it, be, it. I think it became a national priority to make sure that you couldn't ca- openly carry guns. Yes. So. <laughs> so. Which is funny. But. <laughs> Uh, it just kind of, in the same week, those uh, militants that took over the federal building mm-hmm. in Oregon finally yeah. gave up. They had been occupying that building for 40 days, uh-huh. and they marched in with guns. And I don't, you know, they were called patriots, they were oh, called, yeah. you know, <laughs> good old boys, they were. you know, but they weren't called thugs, and they weren't called, you know, gangsters, nope. they weren't no. called at least not in the in the media or what have you. So the common words that even the quote unquote liberal media uses, I think, is is kind of interesting because yeah. I feel like those guys are total thugs, you know. Yeah. And th- I mean, you can totally like. Absolutely. I mean, some people are thugs, some people aren't, you know. And those guys were total fucking, you know, hillbilly thugs. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's why people America. are upset is because it, it brings <laughs> up this whole image of this Black Panther and yeah. um, this, it's thought to be you know again very violent and whatever where um, you know that scares people I think when yeah. they when they consider you know black power and rising up and like carrying guns around mm-hmm. and starting to shoot back yeah. I mean that really frightens people it always has I mean even back to like I remember in the early 90s when I was a kid, um, with the whole rap revolution coming out with Dr. Dre and Mm -hmm. W.A. and all that, and Ice-T, fuck the police, like, yeah, Yeah. that was, like, a huge thing. Yeah. And I just remember, because I was born in Texas, watching all these white people walk around with just guns and having guns because they're going hunting or whatever, and it never being an issue. Right. But... (laughs) And somewhere else, with a bunch of black people carrying guns, it's like an issue, and it's, I don't know, I think it's, there's always an underlying racism situation going on, whether people want to believe it or not, it just is, <laughs> I mean, it just really, it really just is, I mean, You're like, it's just fucking racist, it's just fucking racist, uh... I mean, <laughs> And I mean, you know, I would really question what would happen if you know a group of fifteen armed black guys walked into, uh, you know, federal building, and even exactly, if it were exactly. one that were completely unarmed, and were if it, what if it were the same situation? Yeah. I do wonder what would happen and what it would be called or whatever. And it does, it shows the fear, I think, and also I think really exposes the people who maybe have something to be afraid of. Yeah. If you're so afraid of, like, I'm not, honestly, like, I wouldn't necessarily be worried about that because I'm not shooting at anyone. So, yeah. no one needs to shoot back at me because yeah, I'm not I, even, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, it, that the, it's the cops who should be worried or whatever. I'm saying that I see a statement of empowerment or saying that if, if you shoot at us, we will shoot back. Maybe not literally. Yeah. Uh, through this moment during a Super Bowl performance where someone can say, we do have the power and let's take this moment and recognize that we have the power to make this stop happening. Now, she didn't um, depict anyone being killed. She didn't depict anyone being harmed in any way. She was, I think, taking an essence of that message of yeah. you know of power I think she's and just pride she's and she is racially and culturally mm-hmm. 
And that's just that. I mean, and it, she's proud of her husband's big nose, and she's proud of <laughs> everything else, and proud of her heritage, and that's awesome. Um, I will say that this is, has been done before, though, I, and I think that it's good that it's being rehashed now, because Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson's always preached about mm-hmm. being very, very secure in her background, and being very, very... And again, with the Super Bowl, the people got pissed off about the whole rainbow thing at the very end. <laughs> Saying that they were all promoting gay people and blah 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 blah. blah. Oh yeah, the whole cold yeah, play. That uh, was annoying too. But but yeah, like I just I, it, you know what? It's crazy to me that um, a twelve-minute show during this one like show a week, you know, whatever or a year, yeah, can generate so much attention and controversy. Because it's not just this year. No. I mean, no, it's, it's, shit has happened. Yeah. Throughout the years. I mean, there was Boobgate. There was Boobgate. Again, Janet Jackson. Which... Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so it really surprised me that that one moment can really touch off such a... I mean, there are a lot of football fans. Is, do that many people watch the fucking Super Bowl? Yes, they oh fucking God. do. That's why those damn commercials go for so much money. Wow. And that's just, like everyone watches a, it. You know, what an and, interesting cultural event. And how interesting, too, that, that someone would take that moment to make a statement. And here's, I think, my, you know, final thought on the whole Beyonce Super Bowl situation is, you know... The sex is coming. That what I heard was... I literally... Because I love... My favorite thing about the internet is the comments. And I love... I love reading oh people's replies to shit. And someone was like, I just want to be entertained. Why can't I just be entertained? And, you know... That's the fucking problem. Nobody wants to think. Or they can't think positively. It, first of all, was a message of unity. And second of all, art is supposed to have meaning. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of my thought on that. Um, moving into a more <laughs> sexual zone. We did promise you a lot of sex tonight. It is pre uh, <laughs> Michigan has banned sodomy. Did you I hear? read about that. <laughs> <laughs> so this not only affects gay people, by the way. Yeah, but it totally affects. Was it sodomy people. and oral sex as well? Was it was something coupled with that? I can't oh, remember exactly what it is. Really, BJ's there were, there too. Were, there were two things that were. Wow, like, you can't I give a BJ. Correct me if I'm on. wrong, but I believe it said oral and anal sex were banned. But I can. First of all, I, my question is, how the fuck are you going to prove this? Unless right. someone's recording this with a location stamp and a time stamp yeah. and turning this into the authorities. How do you know? Like, you just bust down people's doors <laughs> or spy through their windows? I mean, I don't understand that, but... Which has been my, my deal yeah, with all I, these laws. Like, yeah. how do you really prove that? I'm so confused. Like, Unless you're raping someone and they want to report you, but... Right, but then that would just be rape. Exactly. So that's already so that doesn't against the law. Right. So I'm just... Um, it, is, it is strange. Well, I mean, what they're doing, obviously, is creating uh, a legal parameter in which they can essentially suspect you of being gay. And once that happens, then, you know, you can be harassed, you can be, yeah. you know... Um, really discriminate against in any number of ways because you may be breaking this uh, sodomy yes. law. So it's really just a kind of open platform for mm-hmm. um, 
discrimination against uh, homosexuals, which, you know, just became legal to get married. (laughs) And now you have to like immediately follow that up with like, what a bunch of fucking assholes. And again, I don't want to get political, but... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Are you really surprised, though? Well, here's the nutty thing, is they they passed this through, this whole sodomy thing, while I'm sure you've heard that the water in Flint was undrinkable for so long because of this whole fucking fiasco where they switched where the water came from, and it... Uh, there was rust in the pipes, and then there was. Mm-hmm. Uh, now people have po- they're poisoned because it's just this whole ridiculous like scandal and yes. downward spiral of complete idiocy just because they want to save some money on where they got their water from. <laughs> um, and so now all these people have gotten sick, and they're having this huge, huge, huge problem in Flint, and yet the legislature takes the time to make sure they put through that sodomy law. Priorities. Because they have nothing else Pri- to do. Nothing else to do with priorities. it really take care of. Yeah. Go America. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want to get political, but these are the small government kind of people, even yes. though they want to, like, dictate how, how, how you can have sex. Because straight people have anal sex. Yes, I know a lot of them that do. A lot. A whole lot. Do you know any straight guys that, that are into pegging? Wait, what the fuck is that? Pegging? What's pegging is what pegging is. I'm learning something new right now, oh. guys. So we're all in this together. Oh, you haven't heard what of the hell this? Is pegging? pegging is when a straight guy likes to be uh, stimulated by a strap on. So his girlfriend like wears a strap on. That's funny you mentioned this. Actually, um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> pegging. Um, yeah, well, no, I just had a, a female friend it. of mine, and I've had actually a few of them mm-hmm. in my lifetime, of 12 years since I'm that young, um, speak to me about guys that like to be anally stimulated, mm-hmm. and Amber Rose told me that, I'm just kidding, <laughs> pull the around, no, but, <laughs> but they told me that a lot like, of it kind of came out do. in a bit of passion, Yeah, and they were kind of embarrassed about it, but that was something that really turned them on. Which, to me, and they, of course, come to me because I'm the gay best friend or whatever, and they just, you know, mm-hmm. is he gay? No, he's not no. gay. Is he with you when he's doing this? He has a body part. A body yeah. part that likes to be stimulated. That does not mean that he is gay. If he were going behind your back and having a man do it, then yes, possibly he could be gay or bisexual. <laughs> But he's asking you to do something that pleases yeah. him. And it won't make him gay either. There's no exactly. button. There's, there's no, no button up yeah, there no that you accidentally press if you go too far. Yes, it's like, no. whoop, now I'm gay. Not at all. No, that There are certain happen. things that, that stimulate people, and that's just how it is. Yeah. I will say this. I am gay as hell. I will not <laughs> sleep with a woman. However, I don't care if you're a man, a woman, a penguin, or a fucking shark, and you flick my nipple... <laughs> I'm going to get turned on by that. It is my body's reaction. I don't know what it is. Now you all know. Now you all know what to do if you see me. Don't ever do it, please. But 
I'm tempted but to do it now, but we're on a podcast. It's, don't not, do it's it. not a video yet. We're not on video yet. We're so. not on video yet, so <laughs> you can't get the full vision. It would be pointless. I mean, but funny. Side, yeah. But side note on that, it, when I'm actually am aroused, my nipples do nothing for me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it'll weird. get it started, but then it just kind of fades away. Richie Rich is an sexual I'm, I'm oddity. Very, I'm, I am, and we'll get more of that later on as well. Yeah, but. Um, what do you think about it? Pegging, which oh, I just I, what learned do about. I think about pegging? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a thing. I didn't know there was like a bro term for it. I love it that it has its own little. It's kind of awesome name. Um, I only found it out because I watched Broad City, which is the, <laughs> the only show about girls that I actually think is funny. Um, I typically, I'm not like your typical, I mean, I used to watch Sex in the City or whatever, yeah. but I just, I never, I was never like a super fan. I was like, yeah. oh my God, a bunch of rich bitches complaining about having got no man. Right. Um, <laughs> and I can't watch girls. It's too, I've never oh, seen it's too real for me. It's too real for me. Um, so I just never really liked those girl, you know, girl shows, but Broad City is fucking hilarious. And it's just about these two idiots that live in New York and, <laughs> and go through all these, you know, kind of exploits or whatever. And one of the episodes, her um, boyfriend or whatever, like, was into pegging. And I was like, oh, they call it pegging. That is so I don't think so they funny. actually took it there. Yeah. Because I've not known a show to actually address that issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they showed her wearing the strap on. Wow. Oh, yeah. Insane. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, well, hey, yeah, it was really, I really, really get funny, it. actually. Um, <laughs> I think it's totally, I think it's actually, like, very, um, I don't know, how do you say it? like, progressive to yes. kind of own up to that, or just even, even do, like, just... for them to do a show about it, where, because yeah. it really was this really cute guy, where, yeah. like, the whole season, she's kind of been pining for him, and then by the time they finally have sex, he's like... Yeah, this is what I meant to butt. And it, it's like, oh, yeah, this, like, hot guy is, like, yeah. openly, like, into this or whatever. And I feel like that's kind of a big, like, pro- almost progressive place to be. Absolutely. Where you're kind of admitting to that, you know, that uh, pegging pride, as it, as it were. Um, which... I mean, it's more common than you think. I've heard. <laughs> it probably. I've yeah. heard from your girlfriends. It's a yeah. lot more common than you think. So stop acting like you don't get into it. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think, and that actually leads us finally to our <laughs> sex question of the week. Yay! I think that kind of leads into the whole masculine, feminine. You know, if you're the one being penetrated, somehow oh, that God. is seen as a lesser act, kind of thing. And um, so that leads us to our question of the week. Which is, are you a top, bottom, versatile, meaning are you submissive or dominant in uh, the bedroom? So obviously if you were a guy who's into pegging, you'd be versatile. Yes. Um, And we got a response from Matt uh, on Twitter, HyperBallad627. Hey, Matt. Who says, hashtag team bottom. And that led me to tweet... (laughs) (laughs) I really, uh, I think bottom pride is awesome. Anyone that thinks a bottom can't be masculine has obviously never been man enough to take a big dick. Absolutely. And I'm normally not such a, um, 
crass tweeter, tweeter you're a liar as it were <laughs> aside from the <laughs> picture I tweeted one post before that um, lies detected I I do agree like I love that. I love I love it when guys are like, yeah, te- I'm on team bottom. And they're totally proud of, you know, being the, the bottom or whatever. Just because oh, I feel like great. that's such a taboo in the community. It's such just a misrepresentation of everything. First of all, I'm over this whole mask, femme, blah, 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 blah. Because I think it's annoying. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking open your minds and like who you like. Stop. I don't understand that we're a gay community, how we can segregate everyone within our community into different categories when we just want to be accepted by everyone else. Drives me crazy. Um, Also, what you like sexually, again, going back to that, is what you like sexually. Mm -hmm. That's just that. Um, If you're masculine and you have rippling muscles, does not mean that you're going to be a top. If you are thin and twinky... And very effeminate does not mean you're going to be a bomb. No. It's I mean, probably. You, but no. <laughs> it's what you like and what you get into. And I've met guys who were very straight looking, quote unquote, mm-hmm. acting, and were bottoms. And I've met guys who were the various Tinkerbell looking individuals mm-hmm. wearing a halter top and go-go shorts who were strict tops. It just happens and there's no standard for what you look like and what you actually get into. Sometimes you, you do fall into that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, stereotypes do exist for a reason. A reason yes. Because it's just more... I mean, I'm black and I do love fried chicken. That's just the truth. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I do I do enjoy it when uh, people are just like totally proud or whatever. And I do feel like people who are bi um, get a lot of, like bottoms get a lot of like, ugh, yeah. he's a bottom, or oh, you're a bottom, or like that's a, kind of a way to insult somebody. Yeah. But then another group that kind of gets it is like bisexuals who, for whatever reason, people feel like they or are lying, <laughs> that they're really gay, or yeah. whatever it is, and they're kind of... Judging them on that aspect too, where that it's like absolutely, I'm like let people be, and what is it your business? Yeah. It's not affecting you. It's really not like if someone says they're bisexual, let them be. They're bisexual. Yeah, maybe they do like both. Maybe they or they're not secure in one way or the other. But it doesn't affect you. So no. why are you so harsh to judge someone? Um. Yeah, well, I mean, people love to do that. They, and, and we like to do that in our community, I mean, we too. Do too. You know, and I think I mean, a lot, like, some of that is just, like, dragging a queen. Like, that's kind of just a national pastime for yeah. any gay man. So it's True. really not that serious yeah. a lot of times when we're doing it. But the the amount of times that it happens, the, the, the exactly. consistency of it does seem to kind of make it this, yeah. you know, bad thing. And I will say this. I don't understand why bottoms get such a bad rep because without any, without the bottoms, they're, they're be, what would tops do? And not only that, but it's a lot easier just to stick your dick into something rather than to actually prepare yourself, possibly feel uncomfortable, yeah, and take it until you actually feel good about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I'm just saying, like, it's just the truth. Like, it it doesn't take a man to insert your penis into something. You can do that into your yeah. hand any time of the day. Yeah. But to actually receive something and possibly not feel that great at first, depending on who it is. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to talk about masculine, bro, come on. I mean, yeah, take that's, a fucking dick in your ass, and there you go. It, that's taking it like a I've man. I've been there. That's <laughs> taking it like a man. So then we have to answer the question, not just talk about it. So yes. um, <laughs> I feel as though because I'm in a relationship so yes, yes. it's yeah so I almost feel like you know for a about, very long time so yeah it's right almost three years so I feel like talking about my sex life automatically means that I'm talking about his sex life but then I remember that he doesn't give a shit so because th- Nick's awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I would say you know luckily in, in almost all of my relationships it's been you know versatile Mm -hmm. um i would say primarily you know i find myself being you know in a top role or a dominant role just where maybe i'm the one instigating it or you know whatever um i certainly don't mind being submissive and sometimes i feel like uh i i enjoy that too um so i definitely would consider myself to be pretty you know versatile but okay yeah I'm going to shock everyone right now. (laughs) And I'm going to get probably a lot of tweets about this. I actually don't care about anal sex. Which is a whole other sector of the gay community that no one ever really talks about. Uh Everyone always, always, are you top or bottom? I don't really, I I guess I'm technically versatile. I'm very versatile. But I can probably count on... One hand and a couple of fingers, the amount of times that I've actually engaged in bottoming mm-hmm. and topping, probably a little more than that. And it's not for me not liking it or whatnot. I just, if I'm with someone, I, mm-hmm. I'm not really a hookup person, so I'm usually yeah. on a deeper level when I'm with someone intimately. Right. Not saying that I'm the same things that have happened, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but. I mean, he did use two hands to count. Yeah, you know. What a hop. <laughs> what a fucking hop. Shut up. Um, no, um, but I, if I can please you in whatever way and mm-hmm. please me, then I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I don't have, I have no hangups at all. So. Yeah, but so I guess to answer the question, I am versatile, mm-hmm. but it's not just—it's not hang up with me. It's not a. You know, it's interesting that you say that because, um, again, I know Nick doesn't care, so I'll just yeah, talk about exactly. our sex lives. Like, because <laughs> even if he comes through the door right now and I'm talking about our sex lives, he would totally just Plus chime it's in. me. Yeah, um, is like we don't always have intercourse, so you know, as far as like one person yeah. being the top or the other person being the bottom or like whatever. Um, so it's interesting that you say that because I have wondered sometimes if that's like normal or Mm -hmm. like weird or because I've always kind of been like that. Like it's not always about, but uh, for me anyway, it's not always about having like anal sex each and every time. But I definitely have friends where like they don't even think they're having sex with someone unless they... I have friends the exact same way. I'm just like, and they'll hook up that way. And it's like, even like my, when I have had hookups, Mm -hmm. it's primarily not anal sex. It's Mm -hmm. just, whatever. I'm good for a good oral transaction. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) But, 
But the actual the actual act of anal sex is not a deal breaker for me. Like yeah. if it happens, it's it's fine and it's great. But if it doesn't, I'm completely fine not having it, and that's not a big deal with me. So I don't think it's abnormal. I think that most people just don't speak on it being mm-hmm. the norm, right? Because we're known for that in the gay community. I think that it's known for sex means you're entering someone. Oh right. And well, I mean, you, I mean, oral is like. Well, I mean, yeah, that's. But I, you know, yeah, I, think I guess. Some people also I mean, I, you know, oral, not sex. There's, know. you know, there's a lot. With it's a anal, lot of paradigms with you know, with yeah. anal, it's like it's not like a girl where it's just like, hey, stick it in, we're, we're, I'm yeah. ready to go. There, there's there, preparation. Requires, Hopefully, there better be. It requires some preparation. Yes. Yeah. If you're not familiar with that, we will do another podcast. <laughs> you guys should be prepared on how to properly yes um, clean yourself. But um, yeah, and then just the act itself certainly can be you know, yeah, and then sometimes time you just want to be spontaneous. Yeah. And that doesn't really work sometimes. Not always. Not always. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's it takes a little effort. It takes a little effort. Yeah. Um. No, I get that, but it is interesting that you say that because I do know people who like if they cooked up with someone, that's what they need. Exactly and, what but, they. Yeah. But then you know, for myself, I guess I've always just considered any kind of sexual exchange. You know. Same here. Sex. I mean, I've like obviously that with the guys uh, before. Yeah, and I consider that a hookup. I mean, obviously, but. like, <laughs> because anal is so... I just want to see how many times I can say anal during this podcast. 17 uh, yeah, so far. Let's because, keep going. <laughs> because anal is a little, little bit more of an effort. I mean, yeah. you don't just, like, pop it in. I mean, I hope you don't. Because uh, one way, one, one side or the some other, of, that's not good news. Some of y'all can. We do live in Hollywood. <laughs> it's an Olympic sport. Uh, yeah, let's hope... I'm not slut-shaming. You guys do you. Let's hope it takes a deep breath and some lube. Yes. Um, at least. Uh, I do feel like that maybe that's kind of why it's seen as kind of the pinnacle of... Yeah. And the same with, you know, like, straight people. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of them, you know, if they're hooking up, they're having intercourse. Exactly. Or whatever, but... Um, yeah, I certainly know straight people who, if they hook up with someone, they, yeah, might, and like, they might have, you know, yeah. had oral or second base, or whatever it is. It's still a sexual experience. genitally related. Yeah. <laughs> Be it by hand, by mouth, right. or otherwise. But it's not fucking. Which is a, for some reason yeah. a different... Thing. A whole different situation. Yeah. 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 Um, well, so I guess that well, answers... That steamy. I guess that answers <laughs> that question. Um... And that brings us to the end of another episode. Yay. We're out of wine. We did it. And out of time. Not did it, but we finished it. So, yeah. <laughs> Since it is a podcast, we were naked the yes, entire, entire time. time. You guys wish you could see it. So, we're thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. Yes, Richie Rich 909 And Westifer. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, like our Facebook page, and tell your friends that you love being a bottom. <laughs> Until the next time, thanks. Bye. Bye.